Wow. <laughs> As always, <laughs> coming in so powerful. So powerful. So you guys may or may not know that my bachelorette was after my wedding and it wasn't your average bachelorette. It certainly wasn't. There were 19 of us. Mm-hmm. Not a shot of alcohol in sight. Not a shot of elk. And early bedtimes, everyone's whoop recovery scores were through the roof. Oh, yeah. Um, we're talking like 10 p.m. bedtimes. Totally. Uh, in Idlewild, which if you guys don't know, Idlewild is... On the way to Palm Springs, you're like in the desert. All of a sudden, you make a turn, you go up a mountain, you're in this magical forest land. It's like as if Topanga landed in the middle of like the Inland Empire desert scape. So beautifully said. And it's actually governed by a dog. You guys can look (laughs) this up. The mayor is named Mayor Max. Yeah, some of the crew met him. Yeah, some of the crew met him. He was on duties, meeting and greeting the constituents. And passerbys of Idlewild Saturday. Little golden retriever. But we're going to break down in this Powerful Stuff episode, obviously not just tell you the ins and outs of my bachelorette, um, but, you know, an unconventional bachelorette. Like the wedding was unconventional. Why it was amazing to do it two weeks after. The things that make you feel so seen in a bachelorette and also like cohesively gel all your different worlds coming together. And some key takeaways from The Bachelorette. I love that. Um, We're going to start with some questions to get those ideas moving for you. We'll Mm. take a couple of breaths to kind of ground ourselves and then we'll launch straight into it. And then we'll launch straight into it. And then just like our ceremonialized episode, we're going to close it out with a beautiful meditation from Eileen just to make sure you guys feel really ceremonially complete in this episode. Yeah. We're trying to get to the crux of it. What, how do you want to feel by the end of that weekend? Right. And so many different bachelorettes and other gatherings like have different intentions. Like some people do want to go out and party and that's like super fun for them. For me, when I was thinking of it, I was like, I want to get my different worlds of girls together and do fun, restorative things that I would usually do with different ones of them and have them all meet each other and just have like quiet, connected moments with my friends in nature. Mm. So that's kind of what I communicated to the lit clit, <laughs> um, the, like Eileen and the lit clit, the bachelorette pan- planning crew, the lit clit, if you guys don't know, is a group of my friends from college. Um, we're all coincidentally five nine, and the lit clit is just the name of our text message group that continues to embarrass various members when it pops up, and other people who aren't in the lit clit are like, "Why do you have a text message group <laughs> called lit clit?" But it's really sweet. We all rotate and plan each other's yeah. bachelorettes and um, baby showers, as in one baby shower so far. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, so. Um, Let's just get started, shall we? Let's dive right in. The water's hot. So if you're listening right now, wherever you are, let's just close your eyes for a second or keep your eyes open in a open eye meditation reflection. Maybe you're looking at something really beautiful. Maybe you're trying to multitask, but take this one second to just 
Close your eyes. Know where you are. Take a deep breath. We'll do it together. <sighs> Let it out. We often have a lot more air to exhale than to inhale, so take a deep breath in and then do a slow exhale. One more breath, anything you're carrying with you from the day, yesterday, last week. And if you can keep your eyes closed for a second longer, start thinking about these questions. Maybe you have something coming up. Maybe you're just dreaming and imagining to the future planning a girls weekend, planning your bachelorette party, planning some kind of little getaway. Think about what it is you're really trying to create between you and each of those people. What do you really want to come away from the weekend with? What do you love most about those relationships with each of those people? And what about those relationships do you want to emphasize? on this weekend getaway? What do you wanna highlight about the people you love? What do you wanna be highlighted about you? What are some things that you just have dreamt of doing and maybe wanted to try? And can this group, can this getaway be the opportunity for you to try something you've always wanted to or to create the event that may seem far-fetched or out of reach mm -hmm. how can you make it accessible and open your eyes if you haven't already come back to us and we are going to hopefully help you answer some of those questions perfect wow so wow. powerful. <laughs> um, Eileen's voice is just like vegan butter Oof. to my ears. That's and, the best compliment ever. And when I thought about my bachelorette, who I wanted to lead opening and closing ceremonies, oh. thought instantly of Eileen. I'm like, she makes me feel the most held and most seen um, in those vulnerable moments mm -hmm. and in, in all the intention setting, the ceremonies we've done together that I was like, there's no other person. She's ready. She's, she's ready. <laughs> that was my feeling, I should say, because I got the message and I was like, wow, that's so big. Am I, can I do this? But if you're out there and you're up for the same task, just know it's just about conjuring up a feeling. So as long as you're in touch with that, you can do any opening and closing ceremony. That's so true. That's so true. It's getting in touch with the feeling. And as we said in the expectation episode, holding the vibration of how you want to feel, dropping expectation of what that looks like. Yeah, exactly. So to rewind it back, um, <laughs> which I realize I say a lot on this pod, um, we decided to do the bachelorette after the wedding. Yeah. And usually they're before, and those can be super fun too. It worked out timing-wise that certain friends couldn't make it unless we did it after. 
And I actually, in hindsight, was so glad it was after. So glad. Honestly, all of us were because, you know, of course you had the most planning to do before the wedding, but, you know, everyone's anticipating getting there, the outfits, the events, the glitz, the glamour, (laughs) you know, the lights, the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so to know that we had this beautiful weekend to look forward to afterwards was very comforting and exciting and also um to know that there was no just like end to the wedding we get to continue that feeling yeah exactly like definitely like powerful because it was decompression from the wedding kind of getting to hear everyone's highlights from the wedding uh which we'll get to in a second um and like you said for me like I had a roller coaster of a medic roller coaster after the wedding like post-wedding blues because you go from like the adrenaline of everyone flying in to see you and then I was also on my period right after the wedding so like this whole mess of emotions of like processing it and then to wait being like wait (laughs) I'm I'm still the star for one more weekend (laughs) No. no but just to like have that soft landing as we say yeah the ultimate soft landing which is just like getting to be with close nearest and dearest friends piece together the wedding from their perspective, go deeper with the friends I didn't get to drop in with a ton at the wedding. Okay, so we went through kind of what your intention was for this weekend. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you were thinking of um, where you were like, this is an absolute must, this must happen? Yeah, (laughs) great question, Eileen. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't planned, guys. I know. So... Definitely when I talked to you and like Clit about it, I was like, obviously I don't drink. Um, I don't want to go out and rage. I also like sometimes when I think of going out to restaurants with huge groups of people, it's like chaotic. You don't get to talk to people a ton. I was like, I kind of just want to be like tucked away in a mountain, easy for people to get to so they're not feeling like burdened or exhausted by the time they arrive. Um, or like strapped on their bank account. Cause I know like when we're going through different financial seasons, mm-hmm. as much as we want to be there for certain friends, it can be like super stressful, especially if people have a bunch of like bachelorettes or weddings to go to. So it's like so thoughtful to keep in mind just to stay there. Cause I know that's such a huge thing, especially, you know, if you have 10 weddings that year and 10 bachelorettes. So I think that's a really sweet thing to keep in mind. Totally. Cause I think it's like, we want to be there for all of our friends. Yeah. Um, and I've definitely been in seasons in the past too where it's like, oh my gosh, is it going to be like $2,000 for this weekend? Because yeah. what's the etiquette around the bachelorette paying for things and how yeah. much are we expected to pay? And yeah. um, so I just wanted it to feel like easy and effortless so everyone came in feeling as relaxed as possible. So mm. location, just like going somewhere, I was like, I'm happy to like eat at home each day. And I just want like, uh, you know... Opening and closing ceremony, obviously, utmost importance, <laughs> and my different worlds to collide, and just doing like sweet, cozy, fun activities together, yeah. and maybe like some sort of um, sound bath or, you know, some sort of healing restorative thing that we can all experience together. And then also, I like to treat weekend getaways as time to get my movement in. So I was like, mm. um, as many of these 20 ladies do. Yeah, I was like, I also want to make sure that there's some sort of like, fun like group fitness experience I love it 
And that's I'm, what was communicated. I'm glad to hear that because I actually didn't know that. And we hit all of those things. Um, we had an amazing sound bath. By this guy named Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Um, we had a vegan chef come to the house, cook for us, so we didn't have to go out. Right. And then the girls also did a sign-up yeah. rotation of the other meals. Christy brought her juicer, which was next level, and gave us all carrot celery or <laughs> orange celery juice. So sweet. Um, Saturday morning. And um, yeah, should we walk? Should we yeah, walk everyone walk. through? And then we'll go into takeaways. Yeah. Not just also then from mine, but from bachelorettes that we've both been to yeah. in, in the past. But yeah, so this one... Um, there was a WhatsApp before we all coordinated carpool. Eileen and I got to go up together. We were <laughs> car one, boop, boop, um, with my sister and my old roommate, Juju, and had a unexpected serendipitous stop at Jack in the Box to go to the bathroom. Oh, we're going deep. <laughs> yeah, which none of us, I know, which none of us had been to in ages except for Juju, like their curly fries we learned. I don't think I'd ever step foot. Yeah, but we all got free Diet Coke. We did. Giant ones. Yeah, so that was like, oh my God, is this the equivalent of like getting shots in <laughs> New Orleans? <laughs> it made us feel that way. It was a great start. Yeah. And I should say, you know, for anyone um, who has their, their scheduling freakouts or worries, as we mentioned, this car had a little office in the back seat for those of us, you know, who had to work a full day and were a little anxious about it. And we were so grateful for that. So all that's to say to trust that your friends have got you if you need to get stuff done. Totally. And it comes back to communication, like you and yeah. Juju being like, we have to take calls. We're down to like ride with you because we want to catch up on the way back. Yeah. On the way there, we have to take calls, but we're happy to get there with you and get there early because I wanted to get there early and enjoy. Oh yeah, I also did communicate to lit clit when booking it that I wanted a hot tub so good yeah a hot tub in the forest there's nothing better yeah and so we got there early we got in the hot tub and we explored the house and chatted and I think that was like a really sweet moment the first few hours of just being in the hot tub yeah. holding court as different girls started to like come in from different cars and say hi and get in with us um then Christy, I believe, cooked a beautiful coconut curry Friday yeah, night. Incredible. And I'm gluten-free vegan, so it was really sweet. Everything that weekend was gluten-free vegan. Um, yeah, which is just like a really nice... Um, I never, you know, ask people in other people's gatherings to honor my dietary needs, but it was really sweet that everyone ate with me and liked me for the weekend. Yeah. Um, and then Eileen led us in the opening ceremonies. Mm. Um which she did a beautiful meditation. And I love that. Yeah, I felt like in the opening ceremony meditations for mine personally, and then, you know, ones that we've been in the past, I think it's really powerful. Yeah, for that person who's being celebrated that weekend, like reflect on their qualities, reflect on um, how your relationship with them and the meditation. And in Eileen's case, she did a beautiful also uh, addition of like reflecting on that highlight from the wedding yeah. that, that each girl had with me. Yeah, because it was such a cool opportunity that we could have this debrief. And there were, as we said, 19, 20 of us. So it was a lot. Huge group of girls. Huge group. But being able to have that joint debrief was so great. And my intention for the opening was to make sure that people could kind of clear out whatever they had brought with them, all mm -hmm. of the junk from the week, all of the stress, and 
that kind of be the transition moment to like you're here now and suspended reality was the term I used because it felt like we were in this little fairy house in the middle of nowhere it was literally called the fairy house literally with all these amazing fairy witchy things things and so wanted us to just feel like we were isolated and really bond with each other because it was a world's colliding moment too totally I love that you brought that up because I yeah before we got to the highlights they love at the beginning you released or did some nice breathing exercises that helped everyone release their anxieties for from the week so they they felt like they could address them acknowledge them air them out um and then go into the meditation I thought that was really beautiful and then everyone afterwards shared their highlight from the wedding which if you're doing it before a wedding you could always share like your favorite memory with the bride because then it gives other people who don't know certain friends a chance to see their relationship with you in my case I had told Eileen and others that like obviously I couldn't be everywhere at once at my own wedding so part of my uh, integration from the wedding was getting to hear people's favorite person that they connected with favorite memory so getting to hear that in the circle was really beautiful and kind of helped me feel like I was getting some of my processing around the wedding done. Yeah. Um, and then Friday night after that, uh, you know, a lot of people had a long day of travel, but one thing that I loved um, was our meditation outside. Oh, that was sweet. Our pre-bed little meditation. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of my highlights from the weekend outside of, um, these ceremonial moments of everyone coming together were these like little group moments like yeah. you and Lit Clit and my friend Sarah DeWarren, you and her, my fairy friends. I just think that you both are so mystical. And She's such a fairy. She slept outside. I know. She slept outside. I was very impressed. I know. Other people thought she was just a random woman who fell asleep outside and our friend Alex like brought, well, because Sarah was all bundled up, she like brought chips and water and was doing Reiki on her before she realized it was Sarah. Which tells you more about our friends than anything else. Yeah, she's like, oh, this woman doesn't have a place to sleep. She must be suffering. Let me bring her some food. And then I was like, oh, it's Sarah under those covers. (laughs) But anyways, yes, like that little moment of us like meditating uh, after everyone else had gone to bed and just feeling like, you know, you guys were there on the journey with me doing things that you know that I like to do and share in together. Um, and then Saturday morning, yeah, Christy made us the aforementioned celery juice. Mm. Everyone was getting up and chatting. Um, I loved also like the little stories that we would tell around the meals. Mm. Um, and something that I love to do at, or at Friends Bachelorettes is I'll bring question cards yeah. of like, Describe your first kiss, <laughs> or some of them are raunchier. Yeah. <laughs> like, describe the first time you masturbated. But, um, but yeah, where everyone's kind of collectively sharing their answer to a story is really sweet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we did a little hike. Oh no! Then we, we had did an amazing workout. Yeah, I was gonna say Maddie. Led by Maddie, first time, which could have fooled me. Yeah, really. Yeah, really great booty workout. Um, Our friend Angel, who couldn't make it to the bachelorette, is like resident yoga teacher, and she led yoga at my wedding. And Maddie really stepped up to the plate. And actually, Christy made us all um, goodie bags, and they had booty bands in them. That was so sweet. Which then we got to use for Maddie's 
booty workout and it was no waste goodie bags no waste goodie <laughs> bags that's right and then um we were all doing it on the deck maddie had put on some of my favorite songs and the deck was like many levels so we were all just like getting our booty workout in laughing having fun um and then we went on the hike mm, yes and then after the hike we had some downtime um some people slept did what they needed to do and i think in any bachelorette or large group it's important to have some of that dead space. Yeah, super important. For like two or three hours where people can take a nap, make a phone call, feel like they can recenter if they're super introverted. Um, and then for those who stay in it, it was also cool because that was the time when I feel like all of that girly, witchy energy came out. Yeah, there's a lot of sex talks a happening. A lot of sex talks, yes, in different groups. Yeah. Which, of course, and... There's something about those moments that I love where it's almost like exactly like what you would imagine guys just stereotypically think happens at a girls' weekend. We were doing it. We were the stereotype. (laughs) Yeah. And it just feels so good to have those moments because it's, you know, it's not college. It's not high school where you just have your crew of girls or friends around you all the time. And so to get into that feeling, especially at this age, is like, it just feels so fulfilling. And these are a group of extremely powerful women. Yeah. Like each one. It's so super, inspiring. Yes. Yeah, super inspiring, super energetic, super forceful, like a very aggressive, powerful group of women. Which Aggressive in a soft way. In a soft way. Yes. In a feminine Softly way. Aggr- yeah. Everyone's in touch with their feminine yeah. and their masculine. Cycles were synced. Yes, they were, literally. Ours are probably super close. Yeah. Yeah. I had mine this weekend. I'm getting it like it should have been yesterday. Oh my gosh. But full moon always interrupts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Full moon tonight. Watch the space. Mm. Um, But yeah. So then after that, we did a sound bath. Um, It was actually in the stripper room. So this house was like made by (laughs) women for women. And there was a stripper room with red lights and it literally had stripper poles, but on, on, on it in the neon light it said witch please (laughs) and we joked that instead of having male strippers we had this male sound healer named Bradley and his partner came and did Reiki and we're like this is the only male energy that's in the house so we all did a sound healing and made it into like a giant soft landing cuddle puddle just giant blankets and pillows and covering the room the floor and everyone felt super zen after that and then when we came upstairs the vegan chef had prepared a feast for us I should mention Emily's incredible lunch that she made for us oh my gosh that for sure rivaled any professional right she had like eggplant with miso glaze kale salad unreal toasted gluten-free bread yeah and that was another thing that we did that we did and um at my bachelorette and that I did at past bachelorettes which is like have a sign-up sheet for offerings Mm. and so different people brought different offerings which was really sweet and that that was their unique way of showing love or creativity. And so like Emily's like food absolutely blew blew our socks off. It did. And I love the offering idea because that allows people to give what they can. So like if in those downtime moments they do need time alone or they need to do their own thing, this gives them a way to to offer something that they feel comfortable with. Totally. Totally. And like our friend Lauren put together a beautiful scrapbook that everyone contributed pages to so and cut out photos. And then after dinner, our friend Chelsea uh, coordinated this insane gift that I never expected, 
which was a custom denim jacket based on Mermaid Spenergy Energy, which is my wedding hashtag for those loyal listeners who know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it like had like a kind of like Spenergy tail, mermaid vibes, like a Pisces patch, and every single girl from The Bachelorette, we're talking 19 women, mm. each brought a unique patch. And like we sat in a circle and they told me, what their patch was, why they picked it out, and then they handed it to me. So that was like a cool moment of like friendship of like all of our friends coming together, yeah, um, and getting to experience that gift. And and that sort of filled the place of like you were saying, you can have people share a memory with you. It helps. It's not only for you; it's to help everyone in the group get a glimpse into your relationship with that person. And I think this did that, where you got to hear funny stories of experiences you had with some of the girls or awakenings or realizations. And that was really special. Totally. Yeah. Actually, now that I think of it, my sister like said that one of her favorite things was seeing like all the different women in my life and getting a deeper glimpse into my life because she lives in DC. So it was like really cool for her and my parents at the wedding is what they said too, of like, they got to see like yeah, my world and feel so relaxed knowing I'm in such good hands with my community. Yeah, and they don't have to wonder what you're up to or what your life looks like. They know. Yeah, they got little tastes of it through seeing my friendships or hearing my friends come up and talk about their friendship with me mm. to my parents or my sister. And my sister actually um, gave me a Taylor Swift patch and it was actually so sweet that I'll say it now. Um, but she was like, you know, you started crying when we went to the Eras tour in Houston because you saw these little girls dressed up and you're like, wow, Taylor Swift means so much to so many people. And she's like, I actually felt that way about you at your wedding because everyone was oh, like dressing up in, that sp- moment. in Space Cowboy, like talking about how much they loved you and how much you meant to them. And she's like, I, I feel like you are Taylor Swift. And I was like, hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> that moment got me because I knew like what it meant for her to say it and I knew what it meant for you to hear that and that was so sweet I know my sister is such a precious angel um and so that was really sweet some tears were shed oh and I forgot to mention that before that something that Christy collected and which is actually become kind of a tradition amongst the lit clip bachelorettes is getting um is getting videos of our significant other answering questions. Oh, I love this game. Uh, um, it's such a good game. We don't do a lot of the traditional bachelorettes, but this one is a great one. Yeah, where you get like the husband or whoever to, like, when was your first kiss? What does she love about you most? What is your biggest, what would she say is your biggest, her biggest annoyance or pet mm-hmm. peeve of yours? Or uh, what is like, the time that you knew she loved you what is the time you knew you loved her and then you both have to then she'll play his answer or you answer it first no I answer it first I answer it first you're right and then then we play his answer to see if I was correct or not <laughs> um and and it's really cute because everyone gets a glimpse into our relationship and Spencer exactly. yeah so that's like always a fan favorite and all the girls like love watching his answers it's genuinely exciting like it's one of the activities that everyone just loves loves yeah yeah and it was so funny the way Spencer particularly answered his questions because he'd like smile at the <laughs> end like to the camera like nailed it yeah <laughs> um but yes yeah, so then after those two things this goes into one of my takeaways but earlier in the day as you guys might know from the um wedding episode I really wanted a soft landing I love when 
friends are just like hanging out, cuddling, ending the night together, like instead of rushing off to bed. Not everyone likes this. I like it on my wedding and my bachelorette. I felt the need to vocalize it uh, because I didn't vocalize it as much at the wedding. Some friends who knew still came, which I loved and appreciated. At the bachelorette, I turned to Emily during the day and I was like, I need a soft landing tonight. Because <laughs> I knew that if I didn't say it, people would probably just like filter off to bed after those activities, which still would have been great. But it's like, this is the one weekend in my life, probably even more than a birthday, that people will like do what I want mm-hmm. with me. Um, and if I just kind of, I'm all about fully surrendering, but also if there's something you know you want, like don't leave it up to chance. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, could you help me make this happen? And she's like, I'm on it. And so I really am glad that I learned that from the wedding and put it into implementation at The Bachelorette, which I did Sunday morning too, which I'll get to in a second. But um, Emily, uh, you know, while things were winding down after the jacket thing and then our friend Ashlyn led a little moment where everyone shouted words that they um, like wished for me and we played Cruel Summer and we sang the bridge to Cruel Summer uh, which was a sweet because I told everyone to memorize it for the wedding. So the memory was still fresh at the bachelorette. For some. <laughs> for some. But during that um, time, Emily brought all the pillows and blankets outside. Mm. And by that time, it was like... I didn't even realize that. Yeah, she did. And I think Savannah helped her. That's so sweet. And then it was like, okay, everyone, we're going outside. The soft <laughs> landing is... Real. This is not a drill. It's happening. I took your sister and we went outside. We went outside. I know. (laughs) It was sweet. You guys like, I did Karen and like, you know, like what is the soft landing? You know, your first soft landing, you kind of want to sit on the outskirts, kind of sniff it out a little. Yeah. Some people got right in there. Friend Begum, it was her first cuddle puddle, which cuddle puddle is really just another name for everyone's laying down horizontally and maybe limbs are on top of each other. You're not sure whose is whose, but it's totally platonic and PG. You're just like cozy. It's being cozy. I have to interject actually with a little quick story. Oh, please. The term cuddle puddle actually has its origins at my high school. Oh, really? 2009. Oh my gosh. There was a New York, I think it was a New York Magazine article that came out. I mean, we went to an insane high school, very competitive and extreme, which leads to extremes in all areas. Right. 2009, there was a group of kids a bit older than us, and they were known as the Cuddle Puddlers, and they would sit at, like, this half floor we had on marble, and there would be, like, 15 of them all just constantly kind of, like, draped over each other during free periods or lunches, and um, and it was just kind of, like, it was very new for the time to have this sort of pansexual, poly, open, free... Not that that was what was happening in school. They were literally right. just like <laughs> high schoolers cuddling in school. Right. Um, but anyways, this whole New York Magazine article came out on the group and that coined the term cuddle puddle. That is so funny. I know. Wow. You and Sam. Pioneers. Came, came from it. Pioneers. <laughs> you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny too is um, when I was in Swaziland, mm. there was a natural hot spring that coined the name cuddle puddle wow i don't think it was the first i think it must have caught wind from stuyvesant but (laughs) must have been in the air those words have never been uttered before 2009 (laughs) i know but it was kidding yeah no but that's so funny i love that 
Well, yeah, so it was sweet. So we all like just like laid down, chatted, looked at the stars. The stars were incredible. There were some shooting stars, and I'd be like, it would be remiss if we didn't look at some of these shooting stars. Truly. If you can see them that clearly, you better see them and you, watch them. You better. You better. You better sit there and watch. And then the next day, we actually gained an hour because it was daylight savings. <gasps> Best surprise. Best surprise. And then and then a few friends had to leave uh, it, to fly back to SF and a few other friends like left. And, you know, sometimes like there's like nostalgia or, or something melancholy at the end of a trip because mm. you're like oh my god it's over and the closing ceremony was supposed to happen but one of our friends who was leading it was yeah not feeling well and so you me and two of our other friends were outside doing yoga a few people had already taken off and it was again one of those moments that I felt welling up inside of me of like if not now if not now when and because my friends who were planning it one was sick and two had to go back to San Francisco on a flight. I was like, if I want this, I need to like vocalize it or it won't happen. Um, and it's the closing ceremonies and I'm Meredith Baker. So it's like, <laughs> I need the closing ceremony. Um, so I like, uh, was feeling quite emotional and I was like, Eileen, Sarah, Lauren, can you guys round up the other girls? I need a closing ceremony. I just like need this to feel like kind of like you know, yeah. this like moment of closure from the weekend. And I burst into tears, like also because it was a beautiful weekend, but just like emotions running high. And I was like, I think little Meredith was happy I said it in that moment. Because yeah. again, it was one of those things that like if it didn't happen, it wouldn't have been anyone's fault, but it was just like, uh, or, you know, I would have still made the best of it. But it's like, if I know I want this, I need to say it or it's not going to happen. Yeah, And it's kind of like that radical ownership of owning our intention versus like, assuming mm. and then feeling disappointed because we didn't vocalize our intention and we just assumed other people knew. So real. That is the number one lesson in life, work, love, everything. Totally. So then I told you guys and manifestation is taking a line to action and you guys made it happen and then brought the remaining girls to the deck. And you led a beautiful closing uh, meditation and then I asked everyone to like share their <laughs> share their favorite memory with me, um, it, or like memory from the weekend, um, and what they'll take away. And then everyone, because I was crying, everyone else started crying, yeah. And it ended up being like this beautiful thing. And then we had a group hug, and that was like a really nice way to kind of seal off the weekend. Yeah, it was really sweet. I yeah. know we mentioned it in our ceremony wise episode, but um, there was something like everyone needed that closing, you know, cause it's your weekend. So obviously you're feeling everything so hyper sensitively, but you know, we're all going through this big energetic shift with so many women together on a long weekend. And so for, for all of us, it was evident that we needed to kind of close that and transition ourselves back into life. And that is what it is for to transition you back. So you're ready so to leave and come home. Right. So it doesn't feel jarring because it can be so easy when you're on a trip. And sometimes like it's just the nature of when your flight is or you have to get back for a certain sure. reason that you have to run out. But um, I think we all know that feeling, though, of coming home from a weekend and you're just like, wait, like discombobulated over is yeah. over. You know, I miss something like that feeling of incompleteness. And I think actually going back to another episode of ours, that's often what can lead to the Sunday scaries. Yes. Because you haven't yes. closed whatever you were thinking about or working on that weekend. 
<clears throat> Absolutely. And yeah, and that's why it's like at any bachelorette, um, any Sunday, <laughs> any given Sunday, uh, closing ceremonies is so important. So whether a lot of people have to leave early, it's like do it the night before or whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, the closing ceremonies is like, what was the highlight from this weekend? Um, what do you want to leave like the bachelorette or the birthday person or whoever with? And what do you want to take with you? What are you taking with you beyond this weekend? Yeah. So you can feel like the weekend had some beautiful little catalyst in your life, whether even if it's just bring, being more peaceful when you return home. Totally. And at the very least, if any of that sounds like too much, just expressing gratitude for whoever organized the weekend, whoever yes. made it happen, because I know a lot of the common dramas are about, you know, people not feeling seen or, or feeling like they did too much or too little. And so it's nice to just all be on the same page of like, we're so grateful this happened. We see you. We feel seen. Love. Right. Bye. I love that you say that because actually after I've started trying to do this after every hangout mm. and also after every experience or like if someone hosts me for dinner and especially for The Bachelor, I texted every single girl later that night thanking them for coming and their contribution. That's really sweet. Because um, it also is part of my own personal ceremony and integration of just yeah. acknowledging them, making sure they feel seen because I also know how feel good it feels when I'm seen for what I do and I wanted to make sure that everyone else felt that for themselves too. I love that because we all know how good it feels like after you see someone maybe later that night or the next day they send you a little text like that was such a great hangout or you know like, yeah so great seeing you or whatever. Closing the loop. About. Closing the loop yeah it feels so good to receive that so if you can send it or make it happen. Yeah and, hurt. and then it was I was blessed hashtag blessed because I got to ride home with you, Karen, Juju, and then our, we gained a friend, Sarah, yeah. who stayed a little later with us. And um, that was also so healing and integrative so for me great. just to recount the whole weekend with you guys and like just have the whole car ride home to kind of like share memories and stuff. Yeah, it was so fun. That was such a highlight. Yeah. And then um, my sister had brought friendship bracelets. We didn't end up getting to make them because there was a lot going on that weekend. But then before she left on her flight home, uh, we made each other friendship bracelets. And she made Spencer one that said, best bro. Oh, my God. That's so And cute. she said one, she did one that I'm wearing right now that says, care, care, mare, mare bear, which is our names. Um, so sweet. But yeah, so that was the whole bachelorette. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> do you guys want to, should we distill some takeaways from that one and just in general? Let's do it. Um, so yeah, as I said before, I think as the bachelorette or person of honor, uh, being clear on your intention for the weekend, the things that you, that are really important to you that people are there for, uh, like maybe it's not as important that, you know, they're there during like Breakfast. Breakfast, but you really want them there for lunch and dinner and you want maybe people to share a funny story at lunch about XYZ or uh, you want them there for the opening and closing, but it's okay if they have to like step out for whatever. Um, and also just like the pace of the weekend, things you absolutely do want. Um, and again, it goes back to the wedding of releasing obligation of like who you feel like you need to invite because they'll get their feelings hurt. Uh, and and really asking yourself, what do I want? Because all the people who really care about you are there for you. Yeah. 
and their happiness depends, or not depends on, but you're like, they're there to see you happy. And if you're happy, that makes them extra happy because that's why they're there that weekend. Yeah. Um, and so that was a huge <clears throat> takeaway. And I think just in general from like the bachelorettes that we've done in the past too, like these little interactive games where you get to see people like at Sarah's, we did um, a Mad Libs for her and Scott's love. Mm. And every, like I put people in teams of like people from different worlds of hers yeah. uh, and they had to make a Mad Lib together. And that's kind of like what we did at our opening ceremonies at our wedding too, like pairing people together from different worlds where they create something and it's a little bit of a competition. Mm. At a bachelorette can be really fun because then people are like being playful. You're getting to see friends from different worlds kind of meet and make sure they're not staying with their click. click yeah. And then it's also doing something that like is something that still is making the bachelorette feel seen like a Mad Lib about her love. Yeah. Um, and like reflecting it back in a humorous way. Um, yeah, like little things like that. And then of course the collective um, gifts and and shares that like you facilitated in the opening and Chelsea did with her denim jacket were really powerful as well. Yeah. And I think it's just continuing to um yeah, it's like that dance that I described. I, I think as a bachelorette and as an at- attendee of like vocalizing and surrendering. Like vocalize the things that are important to you, surrender and also allow yourself space to receive. And then it's, yeah, about, <laughs> like, it's all about making each other feel seen, making those feel seen who, ha- is though, yeah. who do, who do show up and, and put their love and heart into like giving you something nice. And then, it, you know, when it's someone, someone's special weekend, it's like doing things that, you know, they're going to see and appreciate and feel love for. Exactly. And just trusting that these are all two-way relationships and there's love that goes back and forth. Totally. It's just that simple. It's just, it's just that simple. <laughs> S-I-M-P-L-E, simple as can be. Do you guys know that country song? I actually don't. Oh, my God, I'll have to play it for you after. Okay. Were there any other takeaways or things that I didn't touch on that you wanted to mention? I feel like that's perfect. And again, like you can apply this to any kind of activity, hangout, girls weekend, boys weekend. Right. And for some week people, obviously mine was out in nature and I said I wanted to optimize time at home. I didn't want to be waiting in a line at a restaurant or in a crowded place where you couldn't hear people. But some people, they're like, I do want a night out. Yeah. And, and I think you... Or, had, or a blend. Yeah. And you had so many people that that obviously dictated a lot of what we did. But in the past bachelorettes, even the really calm ones where there was like no going out involved. Yeah. We've had little lunches out or little brunches out, and that can be really nice just to get a taste of where you are. And I, the hike achieved that for us. Some people went into town. Right. It's nice to kind of orient, and because you are traveling maybe somewhere new, give people a little chance to explore. Totally. Love, fall in love with this new place, which yes. we all certainly did. I did. Girls least. gone Ida Wild. Bridal wild. Bridal wild. No, that's such a true point. Like mine was an insanely big amount of girls. Yeah, it was a lot. And it worked <laughs> out. And I think you're absolutely right. If it's like six to eight or yeah. s- or like six to ten, it's like perfect to uh, be able to go somewhere like easefully for lunch or something. Yeah. But for 19, it's like in order to like maximize connection and conversation, we kind of had to 
bring the food to us. <laughs> totally. And I think what's cool is that it's possible, at least you're showing that, because a lot of people do kind of whittle down the list. But if you have a large community and you have all these people that love you, you can make it happen with that many people. Agreed. Yeah. Should we um, close Should we the close? Yeah. Perfect. So Eileen will lead us in a little meditation that you can view as like something that you could listen to before this kind of event to get clarity or during, or actually I have no idea what you have in store, but I trust it'll be perfect. And then we'll close out with just a few journaling questions that we started off with, but to really like bring it home, close the loop, leave no stone unturned. We know. We won't leave you hanging. Okay, so shall we close our eyes again? Let's fucking do it. <laughs> Let's close those eyes. Let's close those eyes. Take a deep breath. Clear what you've heard, how it matches up to whatever you've been thinking or stressed about or planning, ruminating. And start to return back to those questions and see if perhaps you have a little bit more ease, more confidence in what you're trying to create or about to embark on. If you can think about it a little bit differently, maybe feel a little bit more relaxed knowing that you have all of these options for bringing people together. Think about for this weekend, whether it's your bachelorette, whether it's a birthday, who do you want there? Who do you really feel seen by in your life already? Who do you see? clearly, and who can really help you to celebrate, to feel grounded, to remind you of who you are, to just have fun with, to bring great energy, to set you up for the future. Who conjures up those feelings in you? And then thinking about the setting. Where do you want this to happen? Where have you always wanted to go? Where's your favorite place to go? Are you in nature? Are you by water? Are you by the mountains? Are you by the forest trees? Are you in a city? Are you staying in a fun hotel? Are you nearby to the best restaurants and the best lounges? What kind of world are you trying to create and experience and share with these people you love so much and who love you so much? And then finally, how do you want it all to feel? What kind of interactions do you want to have? Do you want to be facilitated? What kind of connections do you want people to make if they don't know each other or if they're deepening bonds they already have? What kind of connections do you want to feel with these people you already know and love? Are there sides of them or sides of you that you really want to come out, that you want to see a playfulness, an intensity, a creativity? 
Now bringing all these things together, the important people in your life, the important places you want to go, the important feelings that you want conjured. Bring that all together. Think about some of the different activities and ideas that we've presented and how you might be able to expand upon those with your own ideas, your own ingenious planning. And come back and remind yourself that no matter what happens, no matter where you go, no matter how much is planned, at a certain point you can relax into it knowing that you've placed your intention into this weekend, into these people, into yourself. And whatever is shown to you, whatever you experience, is all meant for you to grow and have fun and expand and express yourself and pull something out of you. And with that, I wish you all the best in planning and your beautiful weekend. Mm. Beautiful. Wow. So now everyone's super clear because of that beautiful meditation. Um, yeah, get clear on what you want your intention to be. How do you want to feel? And then like Eileen said, like how can you... Um, vocalize your intention to the best of your ability ahead of time so then you can release it and surrender. Um, and if you are a participant, how can you tap into the feeling of your relationship with that bachelorette, bachelor, birthday person? And how can you see them as their highest self and reflect that back to them this weekend and how you show up for them how you make them feel seen, the type of things that you bring to the table for them so you can feel like you're core creating, co-creating this core memory with them. Mm. Beautiful. And with that, should we just say see you next time? <laughs> I guess so. We must part. We haven't even done our horn yet, but this oh, was Girls Gone Idlewild. <laughs> we couldn't miss it. We couldn't. We like we know you guys would have felt not closed if we didn't. We love you guys. It's so hard to say goodbye today. I know. We love you. We can stay here longer. Do you guys need that? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to Powerful Stuff. Thank you for listening to the Powerful Stuff Podcast. We're your hosts, Meredith Baker and Eileen Legiu. We hope that you learn some powerful stuff that you can take away and implement into your own life. And if you do, we would love it if you rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, Powerful Stuff. And if something deeply resonates with you and you share it on social media, tag us. We would love to hear from you. And we will also see you next week for some more Powerful stuff. <laughs>